Hi, Derek Zamrak. How are you? I'm doing great. Last week we had the Golden Globes on Sunday. We're going to talk about two people. One received the Golden Globe and one received the nomination today in our movies. So the first one is, yes, the first one is Mauritanium. Now, you may not have seen this. It's kind of a quiet one that just snuck in. It's playing in, in theaters across the country um, and also in San Mateo and Marin County in California. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie stars Tari Rahim, Okay, he plays a person who was accused, not ever charged, in detainment for 14 years in captivity under the U.S. government in Guantanamo Bay for supposedly being involved in illustrating the 9-11 attacks, okay? Oh. Now, it's based on a true story. The book is called Guantanamo Diary, okay? And his last name was... Salihi, okay, and now this is a brutal, brutal story Ugh. that they just wanted to make him tell stories that he didn't even know about Ugh. for 14 years. Now, this movie's not for everybody. It's very gruesome. The editing is phenomenal. You see these brutal, you know, attacks that they're doing on him to everything from waterboarding <gasps> to you know, beatings to everything and flashbacks when he wants to see his mother and him growing up and you're just going, oh, my God. Okay. So not for everybody. It's really brutally gruesome. So I <gasps> want to tell you that. Now, the one thing is, is Jodie Foster was in this movie. Now, she plays the defense attorney who actually comes out, and her name is Nancy Hollander. Okay, now, she volunteers to defend him per bono. Aww. She's from New Mexico. Okay, she keeps flying over to Cuba to meet with him and secretly trying to find out what's really going on. Now, this woman is absolutely amazing. Now, Jodie Foster is fantastic in this role. She won the Golden Globe. Now, Jodie Foster is the ultimate professional because she could have easily taken her role and made it movie about her, uh -huh. and it wasn't. She stand back. She let the story ride out the way it is, and the emotions on her face. Now, acting, I've always said, is in the eyes. Yeah. And when she's reading the letters that he's sending him, she's powerful and she's not turning it into the Jodie Foster movie, okay? Mm -hmm. And they recognized her at the Golden Globes and they gave her Best Supporting Actress well-deserved, okay? Now, the thing that's surprising about this, this movie is not only the, the story, but I, it's not a spoiler because it's kind of, you know, if you read the book, you would, you know, you would know. Anyways, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways because I think a lot of people aren't going to see this movie. It's on HBO Max. We talked about this before. Yeah. You know, if movie theaters aren't open, you've got to have, you know, rent it on HBO Max. So um, the thing is, after seven-year court battles against the U.S. government that they're fighting against, they win. And wow. then the Obama administration appeals it for oh. another seven years. Oh, man. It is horrible. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. No. <laughs> now, uh, Shailen uh, Woodley is also, she plays the assistant attorney to Jodie Foster's character. Mm -hmm. Now, she was a little timid in this role, you know, but I think that may be the character that she, she's portraying. And then uh, Benjamin Cumberbatch, he actually produced the film, and he plays the U.S. attorney, military attorney, who actually is going after him. Now, he has his own agenda because he, he lost a friend in 9-11. Okay. So there's all these things going on. Powerful movie. It's one of those movies where I'm glad I saw it, just like Schindler's List. Would yeah. I see it again? Maybe not, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if people, if you don't like brutal, real 
stories that are, you know, and you sit there and wonder and say, this is my country, yeah. <laughs> you know, this poor gentleman. So that's that. That's my soapbox on this one. I'm actually giving this three slates out of five, okay? I think there was a little bit that the script is solid, but there's a couple corny things in there. Like there was one line that really bothered me where they were like, well, this guy is like the Forrest Gump of Al-Qaeda uh, because he's everywhere. And I'm like, what? really? Well, that dialogue would never been said by anybody. So it's like that just kind of stuck with me, you know. But anyways, when they come into his seven years when he's released, it goes to black. And it's just powerful. It's powerful. Wow. And there's only a few more minutes left to the movie, but it's worth seeing. And you just sit there and go, how does this still go on today? So one of those movies that isn't going to get a lot of attention but you know hey Jodie Foster won people are going to start seeing it and Jodie Foster in the movie she's completely gray she's she's wrinkled I mean she's one that doesn't want to do plastic surgery Mm -hmm. and she's aging beautifully she looks fantastic (laughs) and you're like going that's an old Jodie Foster. No, it is Jodie Foster. She just looks fantastic. The Mauritanium. Okay. I basically, the entire time you were describing that, I looked like the yikes emoji. I was just like, ew, ew, uh-huh. ew, <laughs> ew. Uh, But yes, these stories do need to be told. Our government is not innocent on a lot of things. It sounds scary and something I probably won't jump on immediately. Yeah. I mean, 14 years and never been charged for a crime. Think about that. That's crazy. Not one crime. Oh, my gosh. Crime. That's so, so anyway, insane. That's it. Now, well, let's move Okay, on moving right along. One. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one is the little things, okay? Now, you think about the cast. You talk about it. You got Denzel Washington, Oscar. You got Rami Malek, Oscar. Mm-hmm. You got Jared Leto, Oscar. Gotta be good, right? Yes, you hope things, but sometimes it's the little <laughs> things that make a movie not quite so solid as what you want. I see now, what you movie... did there. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little slipped it in, slipped it in, slipped it in. Now, this is, is a movie about an older detective who comes back to the city of Los Angeles, kind of finds out that there's these uh, serial killer murders going on, and a young uh, detective up-and-coming, who's played by Rami Malek. Denzel watching the character decides he's going to stick around and train him and give him all these insight and it's bothering him what's going on. Of course, I mean, it's horrors. And now Jared Leto is, you know, the, the guy who's a little wacky and crazy, who's, who's fantastic in the role. They're all good, but are they great? No, because it's the little things of the <laughs> script that make things good. And you're all sitting there and you're going, these guys are fantastic, but give me something, give me something, give Give me something. Give me something. But there's not much to give. It's a story that's been told a lot. You know, I mean, you go to Seven, you know, Mm -hmm. with Morgan Freeman and and Brad Pitt, and you're like going, and then there was that relationship, and you felt the two of them coming together and, you know, in a common goal, in a bond. I never saw the, the bond between... Um, Malik and Denzel Washington. I never saw that. So it kind of drew you, like, I would have rather seen, uh, Mel, I know you saw the movie, mm-hmm. I would have rather seen Malik play the crazy guy. Yeah. And Leto play the detective. Because it would have been interesting. It would have said, okay, let's bring something here. But it just didn't didn't work for me. And then I think it won't work for a lot of people. Now, Jared Leto was nominated for a Golden Globe for the film. He is good. A little pan. You know, I mean, yeah. you've seen him in this role several times, kind of a long-haired, you know, and his mm-hmm. tone is, Mel, how are you doing today? <laughs> bored, like, like the movie movies. made me yeah. so bored. <laughs> and 
and and directed by John Lee Hancock. You know, he's done some great films. You know, he did Sideways. He yeah. did Saving the Banks. You know, The Rookie, and it, it just didn't come together. It was like it felt like these guys were on there for a payday, mm-hmm. and it wasn't something that and there wasn't enough in the script that could pull them into making this movie yes. a great movie. And I give this two slates out of out of five. And uh, so, so, Mel, tell me what you think. What would I, you, how many slates would you give it? You know what? I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with you. I was like, if he goes any more above two, I'm going to, like, kind of fight you on it. And I'm not a fighter. I'm really not. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Uh, but I completely agree. The only thing that I could say, well, it was kind of interesting to see the 90s again. Because, of course, they nailed right. the period. They nailed the era right, right. that they were in but right, right. i was super bored and i noticed i kept looking at how much time was remaining on the film which is never a good sign um <laughs> so yeah and i love all those actors i think all of those actors are hugely talented but i felt like who did they owe a favor to to sign on for the project all right yeah exactly and the one thing is is the opening scene with that girl running and yeah. somebody's chasing her in a car i was like going this is gonna be good uh-huh She's good. You know, okay, we're going to get a little suspense. And it just panned. It just panned. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, and then I, and then I think about it. It's like, okay, obviously I got a screener from Warner Brothers to watch it at home. Would it have been different in a theater? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't think you would be so distracted and you wouldn't hit that pause button when yeah. you got to go get some more popcorn or whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> truly the case. And I always try and put movies through that filter because in the movie theater, my dog isn't trying to get me to throw his favorite toy. You know, all of right. that stuff. I'm not making notes on a movie because we're, I want to talk to you about it during the podcast. When I'm in a theater, <laughs> it's just a completely different experience. And while I've right. got you real quick speaking of theaters congratulations to the arinda theater named the 25th most beautiful cinema not in the states but in the world dude that's huge well thank you so much yeah it was quite a quite a surprise um and it is it is cinemas i mean a lot of people are going what where was the you know the fox theater you know but it was cinemas people who actually play movies still to this day so we're very very pleased, very proud, and, you know, we can't wait to get open again, but, you know, uh, we're, we're going to open slowly and, and safely when everyone's, you know, ready to go. So. Exactly. Well, I wanted to say congrats because that is just a huge oh, honor. Thank you. And I love talking <laughs> movies with you every week. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, Derek. All right. Thank you.